0: Right, we're joined by the head coach of the Vermont Catamounts, Kevin Sneddon. And first of all, our uh, coach, last night, pretty hard-fought game between a couple of teams that are battling and for playoff position. The two-two tie,
1: uh, I thought it was well played by both clubs. It really was. I mean, I you know, I, I, we knew going into the game that uh, Mark's got his club playing very well right now. Obviously, they they uh, you know were a couple seconds away from from knocking off or, or at least tying uh, you know a pretty good UNH team uh, a couple of weeks ago. They, they've played some excellent hockey this season and. Um, you know i think it was a hard fought game you know they they kind of presented a unique style for us with the, with the one forward out in the neutral zone for for a large part of the game and that uh, you know took us off our game a little bit so um you know, we're looking forward to another game with. Uh, I always love playing against Mark's teams. You know, I mean, they, they compete hard, but they're it's good, honest hockey, and uh, we're looking forward to another real, real strong matchup tonight.
0: You mentioned the stretch guy that he uses, and uh, I'm just interested in, in your take on it. The different coaches seem to play it different ways. Uh, what are your thoughts on how to defend against it?
1: Well, you know, you're worried about defending against it, but at the same time, you don't want to take away from what your strengths are. I mean, that's the big thing. It's kind of, as we described, it's a little bit of a pain in the neck, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you talk a lot about it, but at the same time, you don't want to make that your focal point and then miss opportunities to uh, to to uh, work your offensive schemes and do some things that you want to do. So it's unique, you know, there's no question about it. I mean, we've always, uh, you know, they burned us up at, uh, up at Merrimack earlier on in the year, with it we gave up two breakaways so uh, you know coming into it this time we think we were better prepared um, you know having seen it before and seeing it having seen it on video so you know we, we honor it with a defenseman and you know play 4 on 4 as best as possible last night we didn't create very much offense off of it uh, we've got to do a better job you know obviously tonight if we expect to uh, expect to have success
0: your club did a pretty good job last night of limiting their scoring chances. Uh, the, the goal that Costa tied it on with about four minutes left was, was one of the best chances they had of the night, but uh, uh, what was the strategy going in to try to limit those chances?
1: Well, you know, our, I mean, our bread and butter has to be, you know, playing well in our own zone and uh, quite frankly it hasn't been a strength of ours uh, up until recently. I think the last few games we've had much better attention to detail in the defensive zone. I mean, we've got a veteran corps uh, you know, blue line. Uh, you know, for us and and Rob Medora, net right. who's, who's been pretty solid for us. Obviously, uh... this year as as he was last year. So, you know, that's that's going to be our forte. We've got some young players up front that are seeing a lot of time for us. We've got an all freshman line, so we're going to make some mistakes up front, but we we like to think that our our defensive core and our goaltending can cover up for a lot of those mistakes. So, um, you know, last night uh, obviously we we made one mistake, you know, and they capitalized on it. And obviously, when you got a great player like DeCosta. That's the guy you want it was either him or Barton that you'd want that yeah. that puck on their stick at that at that point in the game, and you know it was just a, a quick quick shot. we had guys near him, we just didn't have guys covering him and you know we were disappointed obviously in that play
0: yeah I man. you mentioned the Costa you guys did a great job of limiting his chances in particular he had, I think he had one shot through two periods and uh, something that's unusual in that regard. I mean it looked to me like one of the things you guys tried to do was take away his ability to make plays particularly in the offensive zone
1: yeah i mean we we um we knew that line obviously is a, a very effective line for them so I think the the order of the day was obviously to make sure that our top line did a good job defensively against them you know that was uh, first and foremost and I think the best way to control you know giving them chances is to play hockey in the neutral zone and in the offensive zone so limit limit the amount of time you play in your in your own zone because they're, they're talented enough to find opportunities and get shots so uh, I think that was the key for us was you know, we didn't we didn't give them long extended periods of cycling plays in uh, in our zone. We we played pretty well defensively up until that yeah. that one moment where they got that key shot in the uh, in the slot. So,
0: so is it safe to say you want to do a lot of the same things tonight?
1: Yeah, I mean, a, again, I think we've got to be better execution wise. I mean, we had some great scoring opportunities last night. You know, we shot high, we shot wide. Um, I didn't like our shot selections at times. I mean, Canad obviously a big goaltender, as, as is Brathwaite. But you know, we talked about all week about putting shots to uh, to areas where he may have rebounds, mm-hmm. and we put it in his glove all night. You know, so we just have to bear down. You know, we did a lot of good things last night. I'm not down on our team. I just think that um, you know we've got to execute a little bit better tonight. We've got to make sure that the you know if Mark decides to to have that stretch man all night uh, again, um, we, we've got to make sure that that doesn't take away from some of the things we want to do offensively. I mean, we've got to honor it, but we've got to be better at, at dictating the, the pace of the game from, from our perspective. So um, I know he's tinkered with it. I, You know, I watched, obviously, uh, their UNH game where he went went to it only in the first period So on night two, so I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do here. But uh, we'll be ready for it. And, again, just looking forward to it. I mean, it's playoff hockey right now. You know, I mean, that's the atmosphere it was last night. You know, both teams were, were fighting, scr- you know, clawing and scratching for every inch of ice out there. And, uh yeah, you know, makes for a good hockey game if you're a hockey purist. I
0: want to change gears a little. You guys are nearing the end of the fifth year that you've been in Hockey East here, and, and I guess so, first of all, looking back over what's happened, uh, obviously the benefits, uh, I think, are apparent to anybody, but what are some of the things in particular that, that you think have been benefits for, not, not only for your program, but also for the women's program in the school in general and, and moving over from the ECAC to Hockey East?
1: Yeah, obviously it was a tough decision, I certainly give our you know I was a, a new guy here it was my first year and give our president and our athletic director and and certainly the, the you know the uh, the board and everybody involved in the decision making process a lot of credit because they tried to think outside the box you know and and look at you know what's in the best interest of our institution moving forward and you know obviously we we've now got a lot of uh, similarities to uh, our other programs here that we're uh, competing against there's going to be rivalries with Maine and New Hampshire and Massachusetts similar to you know, to what our other teams uh, do in America East, so um, that was good. We've got, a, you know, a ton of alumni in the Boston area, so we're down there almost every other weekend, which has been really positive for us. And I think we're just, uh, you know, we're we're with our sister schools. You know, we're we fit better, you know, from a lot of different standpoints with uh, with you know schools that are similar to us. Um, I think first and foremost, you know, obviously Hockey East is the is the best conference in college hockey, and that's nothing against the ECAC. It was a tremendous stay for us in that league. There's some great teams and great uh, great tradition in that league as well. But from our perspective. You know hockey is the best conference in, in college hockey from the way it's administrated until right through to how important it is for every school and you look at the, you know you look at the league and the, you know there there are no weak teams you know you look at how uh, how much parity there is in the league and the fact that our teams um, you know have won you know two national championships over the last couple of years is is a testament to the league and how strong it is from top to bottom. Other conferences have a great maybe top four, but you know from, from one through ten. I mean, we've got some excellent hockey teams and, and some great coaches, great student athletes in the league. So you're tested every night. Makes you go gray and involved uh, a little earlier, but uh, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, you, you're tested every night uh, as a coach and certainly as a player in hockey East.
0: You mentioned the last two national champions being from Hockey East and uh, of course your club made it to the semifinals last year came a goal away from making it to the final But uh, so you guys have had some pretty good success on your own right you've been, you've been over 500 every year you've been in the league and in and, and league play just the first year one game under 500 so you've had good success there um, how much of it do you think has been attributed to the, the fact that you are in the league and the type of player you're able to bring in?
1: Well, that was the w- first thing we noticed. Uh, you know, and again, I was a ECAC guy. You know, played in the ECAC, coached in the ECAC. That's the only thing I knew. The, the probably the most shocking thing when we made the decision to move to Hockey East was the result in recruiting. You know, that the perception out there, uh, right or wrong, um, was that we were elevating our, you know, elevating our program, and um, obviously in a lot of in a lot of ways we were. But uh, you know, it just kind of made you made you wonder what we're family advisors and everybody NHL scouts saying about us before because as soon as we jumped in there it was like they all came out of the woodwork and you know we've been able to uh, attract some some elite players to to Vermont and um, again last year was a special time for us it was a big step in our program to get back to the tournament we were You know, kind of the odd team out for two or three years in a row, and that was getting frustrating. So for our guys to have a taste of the NCAA tournament was was excellent, and then to get all the way to the Frozen Four was a special moment for us. And, you know, we'll benefit from that in in the recruiting uh, recruiting battles for the next several years and, and try to take advantage of it.
0: Do you see a different type of player coming to play for you now than than there was a few years ago?
1: I I think so. You know, I I think we've, uh, the the one area that's been opened up a little bit is Boston. You know, we've been able, I can't really comment on specific guys right now because they aren't here yet, but uh, in the past we'd have a heck of a time trying to get a student athlete to come take a look at us from the Boston area. I think now that we're in the league, we're down there all the time, uh, we've got more exposure, you know, through the league office and television and all that. People understanding that hey, if you if you want to you know a great education and a, and a hockey program that's very important to the community and a great area to live, this is a great option. So, I think it's uh, you know certainly benefited uh, you know benefited us that we've got a greater association with the Boston area and um, we're getting some elite players. Obviously, taking a look at us that, that in the past just weren't really returning our calls.
0: When you take a look at the future and and, and what you need to do to get to the next level I know there's been talk about a new rank where does that stand and what are some of the other things that, that you need to do to get to that next level
1: well that's uh, you know I think that's the final step in the in the process you know it's it's no secret to what helps you win uh, win the recruiting battles you know and what helps you sustain excellence you know last year was a great step for us to sustain going to the NCAA tournament and competing for a national championship every uh, every year you know we'll take some extra support and, uh, and a lot of times that, that uh, you know, you look at what's happened at Miami, you look at what hap- has happened with BU. Obviously, they've been a great program for years, but now they get a Gannis Arena. And, you know, that's the one, uh, you know, Northeastern just does a major renovation. You know, that's the one area that we're probably lacking compared to some, some programs is we've got, um, we've got a great old building. Right. And when the fans are here, it's awesome. When they're not here, it, it shows its wear and tear. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. It's an older facility. And, um, again, great atmosphere. We love it. But, um, you know, when you're showing a recruit you know Aganis and Conti Forum or, or the Wit, you know uh, a lot of nice places and uh, across the country we, we, we don't exactly equal that so we're, we're hoping obviously the economy didn't help us out um, you know when we're in the process of trying to get the building going um, it's probably put us back a few years but uh, it's definitely on the forefront of everybody's mind here from the administration standpoint you know from the president on down we, we all feel that uh, athletic facilities in general needs a major boost and the the arena project of that whole whole piece is uh, is a major component of it
0: so it's still in the works then
1: absolutely still in the <laughs> works yeah we're, we're going to keep that uh keep that on everybody's mind and you know we just have to be patient in the meantime and understand that uh you can only control what you can you know which what, what you can control and um for us that's just making sure that our athletes are competing as as hard as possible and we're trying to develop them as coaches and uh winning the recruiting battles that we can win right now and when the timing's right and we get that new building, I think that'll be the, you know, the final step in, in allowing Vermont to be a, you know, a, a team that contends for a national title year in, year out.
0: You know, you mentioned the atmosphere here at Gardison Fieldhouse, and it's always been one of the top atmospheres in all of college hockey. But I'm interested in the last five years now since you've been in the league in, in hockey, have you seen an, an increase at all in, in, in the interest in the team?
1: I have. I, I mean, I think our, our fans are really pleased to see, you know, the, the level of talent that's coming up here. I mean, that's, again, nothing nothing against the, the ECAC, but, uh, you know, to see BU and BC coming in here, uh, you know, UNH, I mean, all these great programs, for that matter. I mean, last night, you know, it's a, it was a great hockey game for our fans to see. Um, so again, I think they just see the level of competition being a little bit higher than where we were at before. I think scheduling-wise, the the league has helped us out. You know, we, you know, we've got Denver on our schedule. They're coming back here next year. We've got the Gophers on the schedule. They're going to come back. We, we would struggle to have have had those teams commit to to playing us, uh, perhaps in in the other league. So, um, I think we're seeing a lot of great things, and we're just excited to be a you know a, a proud member of this league and. Again, Mark's done such a tremendous job at Merrimack. You know, there's certainly some obstacles to overcome, but if you look in five years at what he's done with the program, I mean, everybody should be very pleased with his progress and what he's done for Merrimack Hockey. And um, He'll be a very tough opponent tonight, so we'll see what we can do against them. but uh, certainly want to wish them all the best the rest of the way.
0: All right, thanks, Coach, for joining us, uh, and best of luck tonight and the rest of the way.
1: Thanks, I appreciate that.